Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins and Walt Silva. Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to Cosmic Reality Radio. It is April 16th, 2019. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And this is a Cosmic Reality Radio production. And I guess I'll unmute them and say, Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Hello. Hi, Nancy. Hi, y'all out there. Hi, Walt. Hello, Dolly. Her name is Dolly, but her kids call her, Mom, you're grossing me out. What? (laughs) (laughs) She's been telling stories off before you got on air. No, we were talking about that video that you posted in the chat room. Yeah, I got the image right here. I'm going to post it for Dolly to see what I was talking about. Okay, let me see. This is for Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Okay. Here it is. Have I told you lately, Walt, that I love you? Huh? I love you. Thank you, but I don't know why. Because you're you. <laughs> I tell Nancy okay. all the time. Well, Nancy yells at me because she says, I shouldn't be talking to you like you talk to her. And I said, well, she's five years old to me. Why should I not talk to her like that? <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Amazing. See that? Isn't that isn't that the same shape that appears in the sky over in that video? Yeah, that's the same thing it's in exactly that video. It's exactly the same shape. Well, this is supposedly... A photo of that dark night, mysterious satellite that's 50,000 years old. I don't know who went up there to take the age of it, but uh, that's why that video, that Paris video, looks like edited. First, everything is accelerated, moving at extremely fast, and then the image appears in the sky and disappears. It looks like a, I'm sorry, I'm not trying, I'm not saying UFOs don't exist. I'm just saying that the video looks an edited video, and and so I, I could have taken this image masked out the sky, grabbed the image alone, and just added it to a video, if I had video editing software, but I don't. So, that's... that's well, okay, okay, okay. That's all very, very, very true. All right? What you're talking <laughs> about is the Black Knight. Oh, and okay. I think it was Galileo that somehow or another... Somebody saw it and started the story, but they've actually got this picture. They've got another one that looks like it from the space station. I mean, it's something that, you know, okay, you can say that anything is doctored, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what what I find kind of, well, all right. I'm beginning to feel like I'm under a microscope and that somebody keeps giving me these little... Like a mice, you know, here's a maze. Go see if you can, how fast are you going to get through this one, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know whether I'm failing or whether I'm succeeding because it seems like they keep giving me more and more clues. Yeah, well, did you, did you read what I typed in our Skype chat earlier? Well, oh, yes, yes, thought, earlier, earlier. Yeah, way earlier. I, I, they woke me up way early. 
to pray for the good guys. Okay, so what happened? Go ahead. Okay, so what happened was yesterday, Michael, and I wasn't even going to talk about this because this was like really kind of out there. Okay, but (laughs) then I'm searching, I'm searching for something to talk about tonight, and I find this video and I went, oh, this is too easy. (laughs) Got through this maze without even thinking. Okay, so I'm on the I'm on Skype with uh, Michael and Eleni, his his wife. Okay, so we're talking about the show that we're going to do on Wednesday tomorrow. And all of a sudden, um, Michael says, uh, "Eleni's just showed me something. Apparently, the Notre Dame is on fire." And I said, "Oh, really?" So we leave that conversation and start looking at any relative information that's there. And sure enough, it's on fire. The spire has already fallen by now. And, you know, we get into a very interesting conversation about the history of Notre Dame that we're going to cover tomorrow, even though it's a 5G show. We're going to cover it tomorrow. Michael knows a tremendous amount about that because it was (laughs) was the Knight Templars. Um, They're involved in it. Okay. I mean, it's just amazing. I can't even get into it because he's, he's the one that knows. I basically said, stop telling me the story. We'll talk about it, you know. But anyway, so I'm on with them and, you know, anytime you have something like this, it is, you get like a, a red flag here, over here, over here. Because I've had many occasions where I get, Somebody says, oh, look at this. This is happening. And boom, I do a spontaneous remote to whatever is happening. So this was like, okay, well, let me look at this. Let me see what's happening. So I, I, go to, I go to Paris, and I'm in front of the church, and there was so much, oh, my God, the grief, the anxiety, the energies, the emotions. I'm going like, I'm out of here. I backed right out of it. I said, I can't, I can't do this. I said, it's. I said, I've got to get in front of the fire before it happened. <clears throat> so, I get back out. I get settled. I go back in, and I'm in the church before the fire starts. And I'm in the. I, I know I'm in the back of the church. I was. I, that was where where I. I decided I didn't want to end up where people, you know, tourists and stuff are in the middle. I said, look, just get me to the church where people would have, if somebody was doing it, you know, they would have been where other people aren't. Take me where they where they might have started. So I, boom, all of a sudden I'm in this, this um, well, it was the church, but, but you know, it's stone. It's, it, it, it's, it, it's got that weird in, ancient cold age and time and stone and you know it's weird but anyway i get there and i'm like there's nobody here it was absolutely dark there what well, wasn't it was it was dark in there i mean it, there was some light like i wasn't in pitch black but there was some light but there wasn't anybody there and i'm going to myself there's nobody here and all of a sudden I, there's an explosion above me and i'm going like what the hell and i kind of look up but the Sometimes when you do something in a remote <coughs> where you're, like when I looked up, okay, I looked up because I was startled, and that kind of started throwing me out of the remote, and I had to grab back onto it, and I went, what is it? What's happening? And pff, I get this download, oh, well, it was us. 
And so, and I'm telling, as I'm doing all this, I'm relating it to Michael and Lenny. And I said, oh, I said, it was, it was a DEW attack. And they said, by whom? And I said, wait, by, wait, what's a DEW? Uh, a, a direct energy weapon. Oh, okay. Okay. And, um, I said, and they said, well, by whom? And I said, the good guys. And they said, what, what's, I said, all right, wait a minute. I said, let me ask, let me ask, let me get this. And I said, okay, apparently this, this was before I'd actually had the conversation about the history of the church. I said, okay, um, apparently there, this church has been built on some kind of a vortex and the dark side is trying to activate it or it's activating on itself. I can't, by itself. I can't figure that one out, but, um, they wanted it stopped, uh, the good guys. And so they just, took out the spire and caused a fire and you know the good guys caused the fire the good guys caused the to fire to stop the bad guys to from doing what opening up a vortex of energy oh i knew it i knew it okay so <laughs> yes. so then i see this this craft that pops out in the middle see well this is why i believe it because i had already gotten a message that that's exactly what had happened you know, and to see this video that, you know, essentially the thing comes out, it sits there, it starts the fire, it goes away. Yeah, well, it, it makes more sense when, because I saw the, the news report that there had been some accident because they were doing construction. It didn't sound right at all. It sounded like something deliberate. I mean, to me, it, that's how it felt. So it makes sense that it would have been a directed energy weapon. And, you know, these, these places have been used for such dark magic for so long. I'm sorry, but that's not, that's not a holly, holly house by any stretch of the imagination. I don't care how. That's not a house of God. Let's put it no, that way. No, it's not. I agree <laughs> completely. <laughs> so, but while I was asking around in that little remote thingy, right, and I'm going like, why? You know, why are we doing this? And getting the vortex information. And then the next thing I heard was, Rome is next. So I'm not, I have not, all I'm telling you is what I observed or what I heard. <laughs> now, a good portion I be of... Surprised if they, I wouldn't be surprised if they destroyed those 13 obelisks, because it's not an accident that, if you look at the map of Rome, and you look at specifically at the area of the Vatican, there's this giant circle. Uh, I don't know how far away they are from the Vatican proper, if they're close to the boundary line that denotes the Vatican from the rest of the city. But they're surrounded by 13 obelisks, and these things are really, some of them are, I think they're, I think some of them are from Egypt. I don't, I don't remember, I haven't studied this. I think they're all from Egypt. They're all from Egypt, and it's uh, it's like a protection grid for them, for the bad guys. Those things should be destroyed. <laughs> well, if I, I my my, <laughs> I just don't want them destroying the library, <laughs> the oh, Vatican yeah. Library, you know. Well, that's underground, and uh, that should be emptied up because I know for a, I mean, how many authors have I read? claiming exactly the same thing, that when the library of uh, Alexandria was burned to the ground, 
what was lost it was just administrative papers and just you know normal bureaucracy the, the true records of ancient knowledge and information those were uh, abducted they were taken from the library before it, it went it burnt and they I've, I've read many authors that claim that it's it's hidden down there in the in the underground library of the Vatican the the repository they have there of ancient information is tremendous. You you know what the real telltale sign is that it was the good guys and not the black guys. Mm. <laughs> Nobody died. Nobody was. Oh. <laughs> body count. Body yeah. count. The difference is body count. <laughs> you know, and the other thing I I said to to Michael and after a bit, I said, "You watch." I said, "This is the Reichstag burning down. They're going to blame the yellow vests, right?" And I, I was. It wasn't like I'd gotten a message of it. It was just like you know who they because we were talking about well, who they gonna, you know how they're going to explain it, right? And so, um, I w- I'm trying. Oh, I, okay. So I decide I'm going to go over to um, one of the CNN or one of those things to see what mainstream media was carrying on it. It was CNN, I think, and and to see what they were saying about it. And don't you know the yellow brick vests were brought up with this one woman? And it wasn't like they started it. It's like, oh, the Paris, Paris doesn't need this. The people don't need this in Paris. We've already been confronting these yellow vests and a couple of other things, you know. But it was like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh. But I guess they're going to blame it on construction. It wasn't. Uh, that I mean, the, the okay, let, let's assume, Walt, that somebody really was mucking around and just created that photograph, that video. Okay? A, this happened yesterday. That was pretty fast that you did that. And B, I had seen it happen. You know? So, yeah, that, I don't, I, I, um, I don't deny it. I'm just, I would, like I said, I, I wasn't saying that UFOs don't exist. Um, I, all I was saying is that the video looked kind well, of like an edited video, but then what do I know? I'm not a video editor. <laughs> right. And, but, and also, um, when I saw it, you know, I didn't, I, I, it was like, okay, that's such a familiar look. I, I've seen that before, you know, right? That was familiar to me, but I wasn't putting, I didn't make the connection to the Black Knight. And yes, that's very, very similar. Now, the Black Knight, um, what I know of it, the it's um, it's not manned. Um, it's been there for eons, and it essentially um, sits in the etheric for the most part. And every once in a while, it kind of pops out, takes a reading on the planet, and then kind of goes back into the etheric. I suspect it might be doing that for other places, not just Earth, because it doesn't seem to be sitting there all the time. It's like fades in Sitting and out. Sitting where? Uh, oh, it, it, it's above the uh, the North Pole. Oh, that's where it's it's uh, situated. It's in the North, right above the North Pole. Well, above the opening to the hollow planet. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, so that was a real good grab. You know that you you made that connection because, you know, for all I know, they decided that. Whoever is behind it, you know, um, no, because the key to any of this concept of galactic help, 
uh, or dimensional health, whoever it is, the out-of-towners, is it, it, we have to ask for it, you know. We have to claim dominion on the planet, and then we have to ask for, you know, them to assist us. Because they can't do anything. It's the, it's the prime directive. You know, you can't muddle unless you're asked. That They don't tell you that in Star Trek, but unless you're asked. And so a lot of people have already asked, so it's conceivable that, you know, they saw a situation um, arising. And I, I know it was all, it all had to do with, with heavy, dark ceremonial magic. You know, these, whoever's, whoever's doing whatever they're doing, and apparently, well, we know that all these, these cities and the, uh, the, um, different, like even, even buildings, post offices and banks, and they're all put on PowerPoints, you know, ley lines, and that the big places are on major, major PowerPoints. So, um, maybe they're trying to activate the PowerPoints. Maybe they realize the 5G option is being taken off the table. <laughs> it's waking people up too damn fast. Maybe there's stargates there. I don't know. But, yeah, I, that was, that was a real clear reading to me. But again, it was like, I wasn't even going to say anything about it because, you know, I mean, I don't want people thinking I'm crazy or something. But now I've got visual, I've got video proof of what I had said at the time that it, you know, while it was burning. So there. Well, did you look at the pictures? I looked at some of them, but you know, I was also producing today, so I didn't get through them all. But talk about them because you seem to be, you seem to be, well, talk about them. Well, I gotta find them. Hold on. We're in our conversation. Well, actually, um, I'll find it. I, I can even. I want to put the the sites in the chat room. Okay. Hold on, I saved a little thingy so I can copy and paste to the people so they know what the poop I'm talking about. Where is it? Notre Dame. Here we go. Open up file. There we go. Okay. Um, the first one I'm going to post in there, if I can do this right, is uh, what Macron or Macron or Macaroni yeah. guy said. <laughs> and, uh, oops. Ah, yes, phooey, uh, phooey. <laughs> Did you put Macron? it in chat yet? No, I'm still trying All right, to let me. I've got it. I've got it. I'll do it. Oh, okay. I ha- I have it. And do you have the pictures? Yeah, I got the picture picture ones. And, okay, because I want them to see the pictures that I'm talking about as I go along, maybe. Yep. And uh, okay. Now, where I was put, our conversation? Uh, Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Here we are. We're home. I got it in there already. Okay. I'm just... Oh, you got the whole conversation? Oh, well, I didn't put the whole conversation in. You want oh, to okay. That's what I'm trying to do interest. right now. Oh, all right. You want me to do that? Uh, How close you, are you? You got the pictures in there, right? Right. And I'm going to go and, and I'm going to push put this one in there, which you said at the time. And <coughs> picture? It's in. Okay. Oh, let me go back to... 
this and take a look. Oh, yay. Okay, y'all. Um, so in the first picture, if you open it up, there is an X in the sky made with chemtrails right over the fire. Yeah. So what's that all about? X marks the spot. In picture 11 of 42, notice there's a man in a suit with with the beard. Notice his hands. Wait a minute, That's wait a minute, wait a minute. we got to get to that thing because this is not an easy thing to... They don't show... You can't just jump to a picture. You, no, yeah, you got to go by you gotta go one at, And it was... What, one what number was it? Hold on, I was trying to pull him up. Hold on, just forty-two. Second. What'd you say? What was in? What would you just read? Was it forty-two? Hold Damn. on. Whoops. Okay, it was eleven. Picture eleven of forty-two. Oh, for heaven's sakes! Okay. There's a man the, in a this suit. Says eleven of sixty, not forty-two pictures. Ooh, I we may have added some more. Two, yeah. Well, it's picture 11. Well, it's, a, it's an image of the cathedral, and there's two firemen in front of the cathedral. That's what I'm looking at. In picture 11? Yeah. It says it... Oh, hold on, Walter. Hey, let me grab it, and I'll put it on chat. <laughs> well, these are different pictures. These are not the right pictures. No, I'm going to close out of this. Those are not the right pictures. Let okay, me go back. This is slide 11 from that series of photos. Yeah, let me go back to where I had copied that. Okay, I'm going to copy and paste the pictures that I am referring to into chat. Copy. Oh, yay. Thank you, thank you. Where's the chat now? Here it is. Copy. Paste. Okay, now this. Let me open this, what I put in here. And see if it's the one that I had. Was looking at at 5 this morning, 5.30. Yeah, because there's the X in picture one. Now let's go to see. Oh. Son of a... They changed all these pictures. It is actually an interesting... Um, num- uh, the, like, if you look at number nine, and you see that beautiful, beautiful statue that I didn't even remember was in Notre Dame. Because what, what happened, really, was that the fire took out the roof, but the s- stone structure itself, you know stood but the the roof is down and so things were you know damaged but in number nine okay if you look at that the the stained glass windows are still in yeah they might be damaged you know but that statue looks like it's absolutely pristine and the cross and the cross you mean like the trees were the house was completely burned and the trees were intact like that yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Let me scan through here and see if Where I can that find happen? the ones I saw. <laughs> in that big, oh, in um, 
in number 11 picture of 60. Uh-huh. Um, see that big, big whopping uh, wagon wheel thing? Right. That was really freaky in that one picture I was looking at. Uh, but well, I think course, I think all that black is soot. No, there was there. Yeah, well, that could be because the one I'm talking about had the red coming through it. Oh, jeez, it gave my whole body uh, when you call it goosebumps, and my hair stood up, and I didn't feel too good about looking at that picture. I wish this would have been the same thing that I that I was talking about dog oh look at that 15 of 60 wow there's that thing in in the doorway there that statue dog I bet I bet the ones that I was concerned about aren't even there now you know you know uh, it, it when I was talking with uh, Michael he was talking about a certain two different one of these statue things you know and I, and he was really concerned they're probably gone, you know. And so I just kind of, because we had the pictures up, so I focused on the pictures. And I said to him, you know, I I feel like they're okay. I didn't feel like they were damaged. And I think it was the same. I want, I, I've been looking at all these facade type of things to see if I could see them. But um, if those things survived, that was another thing that I saw at the time. And if I could say I saw that, then maybe you know I think I think they got done in by a somebody trying to save us. You think so? But the uh, the the directed energy beam was it just aimed at the structure itself, or did it go deep underground? No, no, because it happened all above me. Oh. It was in the spire. They used the, okay. <laughs> this is okay. The, this is so the, the spire may have been the emitting component, maybe like an antenna type. Well, it, you know, symbology. You know, I mean, it's like okay. So I don't take anything that I happen to be brought in to look at as being just you know chance. My guides are continually directing me to look at something because it's going to make sense in the scheme of something more. And I got watching um, America Unearthed with Scott Woobly, I think is his name. And he was in D.C. Now, we all know that there's all these stories about the geometry of the street makeup in D.C. And it's the people that were involved in the planning and the building, they were all Freemasons. So if there's a lot of Freemasonry in the city streets, it doesn't necessarily mean it was a conspiracy of these people to create this. They were architects that were also Masons. They may have just been doing it because they were Masons because different areas were done by different people at different times, but all Freemasons. But this time, there's this guy from England, and he shows up on this show quite often. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. And he had, he was bringing something different to the table. Because Scott really looks at a lot of the, um, well, what would you call it? The, the hidden history, the lies, the archi- uh, the, uh, um, 
archaeology that's involved in so many different areas of the United States that says that the history was much different than what we've been told. So he, he he's followed the Knight Templars. He sees Templar imagery in all sorts of things. But he also follows the um, concept of the divine goddess because a lot of that secret, let's say, community um, really are, you know, closeted goddess worshipers. So this guy from England that meets Scott in D.C. has got an added kind of whammy to this thing in that he is he has researched the concept of the megalithic yard. Have you ever heard of that term, Walt? Megalithic yard? I hope I'm getting it right. Well, megalithic is refers to the the old almost uh, Stone Age type stuff, the, the like giant rocks that are that are all over the world and nobody knows who put them there. Because it would require tremendous heavy like for example stone Stonehenge would be something megalithic in that sense. Even with modern machinery, nobody could assemble that stuff. Is that what he's researching? Well, it's a it's a way of measurement, and it's based on I don't remember what the it's like two point six instead of three feet in the megalithic um, conversion, and oh. they. Continually in megalithic structures, they use 366 megalithic yards. It's some kind of, of course, 366 was the year at that time. They didn't do this 365 in the quarter, you know, leap year and stuff. And it was a very um, sacred symbol, sacred measurement, I guess. And he starts to show Scott all of the... 366 y- y- megalithic yard measurements that are involved in this DC thing. I mean, it was crazy. Um, but, he, I mean, they even went and talked to this guy that used to be the Masonic, head of the um, big Masonic lodge there. And they were seeing V's. V's is an ancient symbol for the goddess. Uh, a lot of, but you, you know, you can tell, well, it was all, you know, I mean, there's, there's so much controversy. But what really got to me was they started to, uh, the, the, the English guy goes over to the, um, uh, Washington Monument, okay, that phallic symbol in the middle of the Washington, uh, square thing, commons. And, he starts to look at the grounds around it differently. And then they started showing photographs of it. And don't you know that in the, in this area where the, where the, the Washington Mount, Mount Monument is, this phallic symbol sticking right up out of the ground, one of the high, it was the highest, I think it's the highest, um, uh, structure of its kind. But, <laughs> even now, but, there were these circles. And the circles, you know, if you take two circles and you push them together so that they overlap a little bit, you've got that, um, oh, Walt, help me here. It's the Viceus. You mean Pis- the, the Vesica Pisces? Vesica Pisces. I never get that Vesica Pisces thing. Okay, you got the Fes- Vesica Pisces, which is a symbol for uh, fertility and the goddess. Because that's exactly what happens when a 
sperm and an egg get together. You know, that, that same, they come together that way. And out of that, that very, you know, the duality, the, the balance between the male and the female, that's where life, that's where the egg starts to become real. It starts to duplicate and do all that other stuff. So here you've got, in the, in, I had never looked at it this way, but you've got this massive phallic symbol coming right out of the viscous, what is it again? Vesica Pisces. Vesica Pisces. Right out of it. It's like, you know, such a uh, an unbelievable symbol, but again, it's a phallic symbol. That all of a sudden I became, you know, like, wow, this is really amazing. And the next day, this spear, spire, collapses. Another phallic symbol collapses. You know, it wasn't just stopping whatever they were doing from a standpoint of, you know, ceremonial magic. It was a, a clear cut, you know, to me, symbol that, you know, the male dominated planet is over. Boom. Because if you look at the pictures of the fire, it was that it was all concentrated in that spire and below it. And when I, when I was on in the remote, whatever happened happened right above me. And I felt like I'd already seen the pictures, so I knew that that's where the fire started. That's one of the reasons I was drawn to the back of the church, too. Was yeah, and that's where they would start the fire. So let's go there. So I suspect I might have been right underneath the spire, but there was definitely an explosion, and it wasn't like what happened with the twin towers. Uh, this is more like what happened to uh, Paradise, California. You know, yeah, because it was almost surgical in its precision. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it, it, this is this would be considered a very low level, you know, DEW weapon, because yeah, because it, if they had up if they had up the wattage, they would have gone. That's why I was asking you if if there was something underground that they wanted to stop or destroy, because they, they could have gone straight underground if, if they just up the wattage output of this thing. No, you think, they, you think a pile of rocks is going to limit them? No, it what it didn't go because otherwise I'd have been fried. <laughs> Whoops, bad remote, <laughs> bad decision there. You no, know? just shut off the TV. Just shut off the screen. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But um, yeah. So, but okay, Dolly, you saw the pictures. Just describe to us what you were seeing in those pictures, even though we can't seem to find them. Oh, I've been typing it in. The- chat room i'm on on 51 picture 51 of the ones we have now uh-huh. and i'm looking at the spiral and over to the right down down the spiral almost touching that little stuff that's sticking up on the building on the main building what is that what is that image in the fire in the smoke see the image in the smoke are you talking 50 or 51? 50. 50. In 50. Sorry. You mean the thing on the right side of it? It looks like yeah. it's a spacecraft that's coming yes. into the smoke? Yes. What is I think it's. I think it's probably a helicopter. Oh. Well, the bottom does. 
Well, it could could be. Because there were three helicopters that were in the in most of those pictures. Oh, I see the sun. Somebody was talking about the sun. I see the sun. Um, I'm t- I am finding the pictures, and I've I've been typing it in the chat room. Uh, about the well, I haven't. Oh, there's that one. Okay, <laughs> uh, fifty-six. You see the three big, huge birds up above the fire. How many times have you seen birds fly over a fire? Are those really birds? Just throwing the question out. I have so many thingies up, and I have no (laughs) idea where I put that thing. So now I'm going to, oh, God, this is crazy. Walt, I think I might have 70 of them up now. I have a hard time following what number to what number because they don't have these things marked. So it's not On like the they're bottom. Uh, no, because of what I did is in order to be able to go faster through them, I opened it full screen. So you oh. get the, uh, one image up in front of you and then all the other thumbnails are at the bottom. So you're going to oh. actually scroll back and forth and look oh, for the ones you want. That would confuse the heck out of me. Well, at, at least I can move faster through the uh, through the images. But you don't just, know you which know, one it is. Exactly, I don't have I don't have a, a number, so I just I just go by what you guys are describing. Which 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 number was it, Dolly? Fifty six. Fifty six. Oh, for heaven's sakes! And I don't. I saw them in another picture too, but I only saw them in those two pictures that. Uh, and. It, and it just makes me wonder well, <coughs> how many birds have you ever seen fly into smoke over a fire? Are those birds? And they're awfully big if they are. Yeah, com- comparing the scale, now I got it, I opened it. Comparing the scale of that cupola, the like cupola, cupola type structure against the, the apparent size of the birds, I, I get it that there's a perspective. That's really huge. That would, I've seen pictures of condors. <laughs> These things are are very big. Are you sure like they're not dumb. the helicopters? Uh, no, helicopters look at them. Males. Those aren't helicopters. <laughs> I haven't even image. gotten to it yet. What am I looking uh, let for? Let me grab the image and I'll 56. put it 56. I know, but I don't have the thingy up. What else, is, what else is in the thing? Hold on, I'll put it in chat. It's a... Uh, Cupola on fire. Oh, uh, oh, 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 that's insane. Is. Yes. There it is. I just put it in the chat. Um, did the chat grab it? Or what the, the heck chat? are those things? I know that. I know that was the bee. That yeah, looks big funny. enough to be a condor because the wingspan is huge. They are humongous. In scale, I mean, you think, okay, they're... We're looking at an angle because obviously whoever took the, fo- the photo is either on the ground or uh, up or, or in some kind of elevation, so it's angled upward. So we're seeing these things, although they look to be on top of the fire, obviously way behind the fire. And you take into account the angle and the uh, and the altitude. Still, they're very large. <laughs> yeah, they're because flying it- in the smoke over the fire. 
Yes, because uh, if, you, if you pan out, if you find one of those that pans out, okay, you'll see how high these things are from the ground. This guy doesn't even look like he's in the ground. He looks like he's across the street. He's not on the ground. These things, he's looking at the top of this. So yeah. they, from the ground, these things would still be huge. And and when I zoomed it open, I know I made it open and get bigger. As I look at these three objects, there are like bubbles surrounding them, around the uh, shape of them. Yeah, that's the uh, the graininess of the resolution. Why isn't it that way in the rest of the picture? It depends on, uh, not all the photos were taken by the same person, I don't think. They just well, it's compiled. the same picture. Why? It's only around the birds. Why wouldn't the spiral have those little bubbles around it? If it's what you said, with the, the grain or something. Because they're farther away. Uh, the farther away you get, the lower the resolution, the, lo- uh, the lower the details. So instead of looking nice and sharp like something close by, it will look more blurry. Oh, there's those little bubbles. If you look over to the right uh, on this, where it's got like chimneys, one, two, three, four, five, six chimneys sitting on top of the uh, part of the building that juts out there, that has bubbles around it too. And that's well, not the floor so far of this away. Thing, the floor of this thing must be like a pool of lead because this thing is 850 years old. And back in the old, the olden days, lead was used as a sealant for uh, piping, like um, you know the uh, the the drainage for the rainwater. What do they call them? You know the sewers. Uh, all of that stuff used to be sealed with lead. You know, way before people understood how poisonous lead was. So with this amount of fire and heat, I wouldn't be surprised the floor of this place is. It's, uh, it's now coated in lead. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more along the lines of spiritual type, uh, either good or bad. Beings. Was there a semi? Was there a semi naked um, fat guy outside playing a violin? Where? <laughs> no, no, it's a huh? it's a historical joke. The story goes that uh, Emperor Nero during the Roman Empire, when empire uh, because you know this from your school history that there was a year where Rome burned to the ground. No, I'm and, telling and you, Walt, I didn't out. have history like that. Oh, okay. Well, Nancy must have because she's a history major, and uh, Nero played music. He actually. Laughed and 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 danced when burn when Rome burnt. He was crazy out of his head anyway. <laughs> he he fiddled as it burned, and they blamed it on the Christians, but it was him. And you know, it's, it's such an old another story. false flag, right? The inventors <laughs> of the flag, and they haven't changed the playbook since. Well, you know, no, they haven't <laughs> because I, you know, there's there's a, a, a lot of. You know, maybe it's true that they burned California so they'd have this empty ground that they could build whatever they want to build. But he, uh, what, what seems to have been around behind it is that they wanted the property that the Christians had, so they burned it all to the ground, blamed it on the Christians, persecuted the Christians, and took their land. 
Sound familiar? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Jeez. Well, I don't see the other pictures that I saw that pulled my attention. Hold on, let me see. Oh, yeah, there's that woman. Is that the black sun thingy? Yeah, that that round thing that looks like a wheel. Is that the black sun thingy people talk about? What is that? <laughs> it's actually um, it's actually a, a a symbol that comes from the Knight Templar's time. Because I I said that to Michael. I said, Michael, what is that symbol? And he proceeded to to show me. But I don't exactly remember what it is. It's not the black sun as we know it, although I have to admit it certainly had me thinking the same thing. <laughs> did me. Um, and then where did I go for Picture 20 looks to me like a... Oh, yeah. That picture wasn't even in the 60 pictures that were here. There was a picture with the fire and smoke coming out of the top. And the smoke part was white. On the side of the smoke part, up kind of in the middle on the right, there was the side, like a silhouette of a head. I mean, it was just right there. That, And it was delineated by the different, by the brownish color of it versus the white smoke coming next to it and that was kind of creepy. Is that before or after the bird picture? That was after the bird picture and I didn't find it in the ones, the pictures we just looked at. Let's see, I see this above cathedral to the left. The brown toward the top is the top of the head I'm talking about. In picture 35 in the middle top the brownish cloud, I see the side profile of a face, yeah. It sticks out like a sore thumb to me. And it did. It just, but there it was. The huge birds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the last one that I made a notation of, is the birds. Dolly, oh, you know what it is? They have updated it with more pictures. Huh. Yeah, I know. But they even took out some of them. Hmm. Wow. It just, when I saw those pictures, it just, I was wondering, okay, is, is the devil being released? Why is it only burning in a, con, in, in a, in, in one area? Uh, and, I never thought that maybe it was the good purging or stopping the bad from doing something. I I like that thought better than the way my mind was going. Is your posse staying quiet about it, or are they saying something? Uh, I hear nothing. They're not allowed to talk about it, or what? I just hear not. They're go it's like they went mute. Oh. <laughs> I, 
there's nothing, Walt. I don't feel it. They're just eating popcorn while they watch the action? I guess. (laughs) I I have never felt. Where are you guys when Dolly needs you? This is kind of. I don't like that. When I can't feel them, I don't like it. I've ne- I haven't not felt them before. Okay, I'm in a bad place right now. Huh. Hey, we shouldn't be looking at these photos so much. Bad vibes. I don't know, but my my. I'm gonna shut off this page anyway. Jeez, I feel like I'm all alone in the world. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not their thing. This is this is a game between good and evil. And, you know, sometimes the other guys can't comment on it. I've got to get. I've got to get. I got to go. I got to get out of this. I've gotten lost. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, oh, jeez. I forgot (laughs) what we were doing. I thought we were just having a little conversation. We're actually live on radio. Okay. All right. I'm back. (laughs) Oh, goody. See, I don't think those were too good for us to look at. No, because you you got lost. Walt doesn't feel too good about. I feel completely abandoned right now. Well, I'm throwing you a hug. Giving you a little hug. I know it's not it's funny that It's funny that in this in this week's report, um, Fulford has mentioned something that we've spoken about in other shows, predictive programming, how they'll make a movie about something that they plan to do and that they do it. So they did what? What are, you, what are you alluding to? Is there? Is this in a uh, movie? Did Notre Dame? No, get? it's uh, it's toward the end of the of the report. He he brings oh, up the subjects. Yeah, well, um, when I was looking at the pictures, especially the ones that were originally out, it um, she um, that I, when when when. When I was looking at them, I, I, you know, I, I've been doing this for so long. I look for their branding. You know, what, what images are kind of like frozen in people's minds? You mean like and, piles of shoes? Say again. Like piles of shoes. Well, that you wouldn't. Have, that about- wouldn't. No, this, these, these, out of these pictures, and it was that one where the spire is burning. You know, and and I'm looking at this thing, and I'm going like. Okay, so we've got a, a phallic symbol in flames. What other symbols are there? And it was the one that, that she asked about. You know, she said, she being Dolly, she asked about that um, particular image. The wheel that, thing? The wheel thing that was up there. So um, this is, wait a minute, let me get, uh, where would I have put it? Oh, Lord. Can you... Well, it's also going with that symbology analysis that you're doing, where it's the phallic symbol that was literally destroyed. Um, do you find significance in the fact that the all the copper statues denoting 
male figures had been removed. And on and when you look at some of those pictures of the inside, all those statues that are intact happen to be female forms. You know that you got you could notice that detail. Actually, I had not. Neither but, had I. Uh, I. I can't. I should have paid more. Why? Well, I, I actually want to know more about because I the, the the church has something to do with Joan of Arc. It has a lot to do with the uh, Madonna. It has. Um, I, I I don't know the history, but it has a link to um, goddess worship. I mean, there's a lot of of symbolism within the church, and it's going to be interesting to me to see what things did survive, because they did get a lot out of there. Because remember, even though there was a lot of fire, it was above them by about three stories. So they were able to get quite a bit out. Not the big statues, of course. I, I mean, that one that it was like the altar. That was really amazing. But an interesting thing. So That thing you po- you posted in the chat room, that's a that's a Knights Templar thing, isn't it? Yes it is. And that's that is okay. The one that is up on the on the Notre Dame itself, you know, at the top that we're looking at, is a more fancy version, but that is the image of the Knight Templars. And the image itself, I mean, he started to explain it to me, and I'm like, wow. So, well, tomorrow he'll explain it all, if anybody, you know, they, we get these things in the archives, and they'll go, we always put the 5G up on YouTube, so, um, but if, if you don't hear it, I'll, I'll remember it, I'll tell you next week <laughs> what it was, <laughs> or and say what. So, um, we should yeah. ask our out of towner family if they know anything about that. They're going to tell they you that they don't pay any attention to that stuff. I got to ask. Well, you can ask. Yeah. I did get the books. I haven't even I opened saw the that. Yeah. I opened the package. Yeah. So, um,. Well, we got five minutes before the break. Is there anything else you want to say about that? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't like this feeling I'm having right now because when we started talking about it, that's when I I got deserted. <laughs> I don't think they deserted you. It's just not they don't mess around in this thing. I've never felt them not here before. I don't check, like check this a, check under the bed. And they don't let you. They don't let you. They don't let you ask. Where are they? I'm asking. Uh, where are you? I get nothing. Yeah, they're very where respectful to the sheriff. So, um, I get a smell. <laughs> I am. I'm getting a smell. Okay, what would you like to talk about that would be um, more conducive to bringing them back into the room? Um, uh, Aquarius, I think it was. Where's, where, let me get the chat open here. The, our chat. 
Aquarius said, can Nancy talk more about her remote viewing experience? So interesting. Well, there's not much more to say, you know. Um, that one, I mean, if, if remote viewing is, is, everybody can do it. It's not some secret. But you have oh, and to- James is saying on Friday a female Judist jihadist was jailed for eight years for her part in a bomb plot outside Notre Dame in 2016. So, back to your, I'm sorry, I had to interrupt. I don't know why I had to interrupt you. I am really, I am, yeah, I saw the turtle flock flying over. I, I, I am really discombobulated right now. Holy cow. Hey, where's Flevoland? F-L-E-V-O-L-A-N-D. Oh, I never heard of what? it. Yeah, if you look down at the map, I've got the, the chat room opened and I can see the map. And see, it's right up now. Well, it's on mine that way. Drawn 10 Flevoland. I don't know what you are. What you map? Skype chats? Skype the globe chat? on, oh, the, on the... On the, oh, on the I see what you're saying. Yeah, where is that? What? I don't understand. What are you looking at? Radio chat? Yes. There's a globe yes, yes, at, at the, the bottom, bottom on the radio chat. If you go down to the bottom, on the left side, there's a globe that turns around. It tells where people who are listening are from. Dronton Flevoland. <laughs> Fairly interesting. I'm googling it. Oh, I was going to say we need to Google it. <laughs> Putting it in, of course, it's all crazy. Province. Send the posse an email. Netherlands. Oh, wow. Hi, Netherlands. <laughs> wow, well, interesting. Isn't that Aquarius? Isn't Where's Aquarius from? Oh, I thought it was an... It's an N-word, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think right now. Okay, so we probably got everybody just bored to tears because we're just sitting here. Gabbering. Gabbering.
Welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. This is April 16th, 2019. Nancy Hopkins here, Walt Silver's here, and Dolly Howard's here. And so, um, well, you want to you want to read some of the uh, the the Fulford, do you? Do you? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to tell you. Oh, what? Oh, My angels back. came back. Oh, okay. Yep. Thank God. I know. I knew. I found out what was happening, so I told them it's okay. What you you gave permission to her posse to come back? What's this? No, about? no, they were. I, I think that amplifies the work of the pond, so they're scared of it. So I said, Is this thing scaring you? So I instructed the power to leave them alone, leave them untouched, and they don't have to be afraid of it. I didn't know it was going to uh, <laughs> be going to be detecting it over Skype, but. Say You're that, breaking up. Paul. Yeah, say that again because you were breaking up really bad. Yeah. I, you've seen it on. The, He's breaking uh, I up. I have a. Oh, okay. You want me to hang up and call back? No, try it again. <clears throat> okay, which part did you miss? All of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of it. Okay, so let's make it super simple. I built something, and it's so strong that the posse were kind of concerned that it's you know going to affect them. So I said, no, I, I, I instructed the device to leave them alone. You know, don't touch them. They belong to Dali. So I said, you know, you don't have to be afraid. It's not going to affect you. Um, that's why I knew they were coming back. Wow. Well, I'm glad you told him because I feel much better. <laughs> I really felt horrible, awful. 
I had never been deserted by them before. I had no idea that it had it was so many magnitudes of strength, so much more powerful than it was before. Wow. Well, what were you doing messing around with Dolly's parcel device? I'm working with my stuff for MySpace. I had no idea that it was so strong that uh, their people were going to pick up on it. It bled over. Wow. <laughs> So now every time we start a show, we have to say, Walt, have you put your toys away? <laughs> and I'm using toys. I didn't say junk. Well, it, it just goes to show, you know, if, uh, uh, you know, a big dum-dum like me can make something like this, then no, nobody has a good excuse to not make their reality and feel completely powerful. Uh, every, every one of us should feel completely empowered and be afraid of nothing at all. No 5G, no cabal, no nothing. We should, we should fear nothing because even insignificant little things are so powerful that they can do this change. And I thank your posse for giving me this phenomena that happened to you because it gave me a way to gauge this, to gauge how powerful it is. And nothing that I make is for destruction. Everything that I make is, you know, an assist. Sometimes things are so powerful, I guess, and give them pause, not knowing what it's for. So, because the, the last instruction that I gave the device is to transmute all louche everywhere into love. Because when that happens, you know, the bad guys use suffering and fear to feed themselves. They use what? You know, the... Okay, the have you heard of David Wilcock talking about this thing, this thing, Lush? Yes, I know what Lush is. Okay, what I instructed guys to do to transmute all Lush to love. Wow. So where is any you know any of that stuff? It has to be turned into love. So if they don't have any food, they have to leave the neighborhood because they have to go get their food somewhere else. I'm done being a piece of uh, cattle for these all these entities. I don't know about you. I don't like the idea of being a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be eliminated for your Why, why are you a cow and not a sheep? <laughs> yeah. Or a goat. Bah, bah. <laughs> it's all livestock to them, so. Oh, gosh. All right, so you want to read Fulford? Okay, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The posse's back. Did you ask them if they forgive me? Oh, do you forgive <laughs> Yes, they do. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you for that test. They didn't realize it was going to put me into such a state of panic. Uh, now they know. Now you know your thing, and they know their thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with me. Yeah, don't don't take the posse away from the sheriff. Okay, <laughs> the report is dated yesterday. Washington D.C. suffers from political insanity as bankruptcy approaches. Yay, because that'll get rid of the corporate government, and we'll have the republic back. The U.S. body politic has degenerated to gibberish and empty threats as bankruptcy and collapse are now a mathematical certainty. That's because the March 29th Brexit 
made it so that, in quotes, the city of London is no longer the finance capital of the cabal, close quotes. Both British intelligence and Pentagon sources confirm. When asked, how is President Donald Trump responding to this? A senior British intelligence officer said, probably in panic by the state, to be very honest. Find this, leave. Let's step back, let's step back a bit and look at what happened so far this year U.S. government. First of all, all withdrew as January 1st. Then the U.S. government shut down for 35 days. Even the U.S. military stayed fully financed. When the U.S. government reopened, filled its cabinet with Zionist neocons, managed to keep operations going by stealing the American people's tax refunds and hiking U.S. gas prices. While this gave the debt-addicted Washington, D.C. another sugar it has begun to kill the U.S. economic recovery. Trump, meanwhile, has been talking like a bankrupt junkie trying to convince everybody that great events are happening by saying things like Saudi Arabia will buy $450 million worth of weapons, etc. Or China will buy more than $1 trillion worth of goods from the U.S. The reality is that Saudi Arabia has only agreed to buy $14.5 billion worth of a of U.S. exports. Also, even if China agreed to buy $1 trillion worth of overpriced U.S. goods, the fact is that the U.S. economy does not have the capacity to create these goods. In any case, China is seriously thinking of declaring Washington, D.C. bankrupt, according to Asian secret society sources. And he gives two links there. The Trump administration is now trying to keep itself afloat by forcing countries to buy its expensive share on gas. That's the reason for U.S. sanctions on Iran, Venezuela, and Russia, as well as for attacks on Syria and Yemen. But this strategy is failing because the main oil importers, Europe, China, Japan, and India, have no interest in expensive U.S. oil and gas, and these countries are not going along with U.S. sanctions. For a good analysis of the situation, I recommend the article below by Thierry Terry Mason, a pers the person who first scooped the 9-11 truth. Uh, I, I don't know. Nancy has written a book about it. Maybe she has heard the name of this person. What was it again, please? I will hold on a second. I'm going to post the article in the radio chat. On Okay, there it is. And I will copy-paste the name of this person. He says, Terry Mason. I don't know if it's no, the I person don't know is French. It. I don't know. Who first scooped the 9-11 truth. Um, here is the name on chat. So, um, okay. So, go on. Pentagon's note that arrest and set of former Venezuelan military intelligence chief, Army General Hugo Carvajal, has made the military even more loyal to Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro, as the neocon coup failed royally. This means the world's oil reserves of the cabal's petrodollar. Arch capitalist Henry Kissinger has been trying desperately and quickly uh, to save the DC establishment and his petrodollar system by cashing bonds worth quadrillions of dollars 
according to Japanese imperial family sources. These bonds will never be cashed, the sources say. Instead, something called the QFS, Quantum Financial System, is being implemented. Multiple sources agree. Since Japan's financial markets will be closed for six days, between April 27th and May 6th, which would be the longest financial market and bank closure since the end of World War II. It's a good bet the transition will be implemented there. The person who created the quantum financial system says, maybe Nancy can add more to this because Nancy, when she was in the, she was a, a tactician and a strategist. So maybe you can add more to this. The person who created the quantum financial system says it has its origins in a, quotes, war college power transition theory that was used in the creation of Great Britain pinpoint accuracy. sources for their part, Brexit is not about Europe or the UK alone. It is a huge satanic game with some senior members of parliament being threatened if they leave the club of Rome. Things are trying to shift, but the old guard will literally eat them alive should they try to escape. Now, according to MI6 source, the world's armed forces and their intelligence arms are using this power model to create a global alliance of sovereign state to relapsing new world. The alliance of sovereign nations would also back the creation of a global force such as the World Future Planning Agency, says the source, who is a senior member of the traditional 13 ruling bloodlines. The source was one of the key behind the military counterintelligence operation that was central to the recent liberation of Great Britain. The operation to liberate the UK was triggered by whistleblowing, was triggered by whistleblowing by this person when he worked on sovereign debt markets at the Italian and Vatican desk, Barclays Bank. This was blowing the Libor rigging scandal. Here's his summary of the importance of this scandal. Uh, in quotes, the manipulation of the rates using a chat forum on Bloomberg became the largest ever complex financial fraud in history and has, in the end game, bankrupted the entire industry and totally altered the trajectory of geopolitics, both overt and covert. Now he says the BIS, which is the clearing bank of all clearing banks, the IMF and the World Bank will be removed entirely because they have fundamentally failed humanity and have committed various crimes against it. Of course, the Hazarian is not going to its control of these institutions and corrupt systems without a fight. Last week, they stole an election in Israel to keep Satan-worshipping mass murderer Benjamin Netanyahu in power. Then, to distract, pub to distract public attention away from this electoral fraud, they staged a series of fake news events. I'm going to capture this picture, put it on the chat, because people are going to love this. This is so funny. An Israeli, uh, Is Israelite moon landing. Think about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Okay, so this picture goes with the part I'm going to read. Um, then to distract attention from electoral fraud, age a series of fake news. In Israel, they staged a fake moon land. The photo was sent to Jewish source with a comment. Attached is the fake photo of the fake Israeli moonshot. Note the perfect shot of the star of Satan clearly they also put out a fake first image of a black hole that was widely derided as soon as it was put out. This did not prevent Hazarian slave writers in publications like The Guardian or The New York Times to take this photo release as a cue to describe Brexit as a black hole. Then, of course, they staged the so-called arrest of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. We will not write about this, this farce has been widely exposed elsewhere. However, we note that the video and still images of the event came from a single source, Russia Today, which is a telltale sign of a computer graphic fake. We also note that Julian Assange did not appear once on his balcony at the Ecuadorian embassy in London after he was visited in 2016 by Pamela Anderson. Here is Jim Stone's WikiLeaks timeline. And he gives a series of dates, um, October 23rd, 2016, WikiLeaks director Gavi McFadden dead, McFadden, sorry, uh, April 16, 2016, uh, WikiLeaks lawyer John Jones dead, jumped in front of a train, uh, May 11th, 2016, WikiLeaks chief counsel Michael Ratner dead, October 16th. <clears throat> 2016, Pamela Anderson brings a <clears throat> lunch, claims he's not feeling well after eating it. And on October 17, uh, Assange had his internet cut. <clears throat> they also faked a WikiLeaks data dump that had no really, not, no really important disclosures in it. You can be sure they did not mention 9-11 truth or Fukushima or other such crimes against humanity. Fukushima was a terrorist attack on a very serious international incident which has gone grossly under-reported in the world's press, the MI6 source said. He added, this extremely serious matter would be a major subject of upcoming war crimes tribunals. In any case, the interesting thing about all these staged events is how they are now being immediately debunked showing how much the Azarian Mafia has lost its power to manipulate public opinion. Despite these hysterical efforts to distract attention away from their crimes, the dragnet is closing in on the Hazarian Mafia, and especially their base of operations in Israel. On this front, Pentagon sources note that Trump tweeted, we will never forget, with what Nancy Pelosi called painful images of 9-11, in reply to Congresswoman Ilhan Omar saying, some people did something on 9-11, and this now becomes a politically correct national conversation prior to truth bombs taking down Israel. Now, former U.S. Central Command Chief Army General John Abizaid has been confirmed 92-7 as U.S. Ambassador to Saudi Arabia, making him the de facto military governor of the Middle East, the sources say. This happened as Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi told Trump 
at the White House that Egypt won't be part of the Arab NATO, making Iran the undisputed leader in the region, the Pentagon sources added. The regime changes that took place or are about to take place in Libya, Sudan, and Algeria are all connected to this resurgence of Middle Eastern and Muslim unity. It looks like Benjamin Netanyahu will face historical justice by having the satanic Zionist project collapse under his watch. One final note this week, a ruling bloodline source confirmed to me that Hazarian Mafia does use predictive programming. That is to say, they do things like air TV programs about jetliners crashing into the World Trade Center buildings before staging the actual event. That reminded me of when I was working for Forbes magazine. A novel was published in which the Tokyo bureau chief of Forbes magazine was killed with a weapon that causes heart attacks. A few years later, I was attacked by an individual carrying a white cylindrical device at Nagata-cho train station in Tokyo. The device fit the description of the heart attack weapon described in the novel. Well, here is some productive programming of my own. I see Benjamin Netanyahu in handcuffs at a military tribunal as he hears his death sentence being read out to him. I also predict the Israeli military police will jail him and negotiate a two-state solution while, while they still have the chance to do so. The alternative will be for Israel's Jews to end up in a Turkish ghetto. And that's the final period. So I that caught my attention, the thing about the uh, war college power transition theory. But I don't know if Nancy has heard of anything like that when she was in the army. Well, uh, no, I, I don't really. Um, I, I do want, what, now, he's claiming that the picture that you showed in chat with the, I don't even remember what it said, something about, you know, a small country, big mission or something um, that looks like a selfie. Yeah, it's a fake moon landing. Well, I don't, I don't think it is. I absolutely do not think it is. Now, again, synchronicity. Last night, I saw an entire hour of the people that actually did this, and it started with Google and uh, well, what's that X? What do they call it? SpaceX doing a contest where they were going to give millions of dollars to somebody that could get to the moon and all these people started to you know promote you know this idea or that idea and these kids in israel they got extremely close to being able to try it when for some reason and i i I, phone call or something um i didn't get why they canceled the you know the um the contest but this guy who's like gave them money to start out he put up another hundred thousand dollars or something to get them through that last hurdle and they did things i mean it was fascinating the whole way that they did it because and this was taken over a matter of years this film because this they started to you know document what they were doing and like the legs of this lander that they created were made with 3D printing because they could um, quickly manufacture the, the, the legs and then test it and make uh, changes very quickly and inexpensive. 
So they, they did a lot of innovative kind of work with it, and it was fascinating in and of itself. But this thing was really small. I mean, it's not, not very big at all. Um, mm-hmm. And what they did... It was more was, like, a, like a probe. Oh yeah, that's like what it was. It was, you know, oh, okay. they just need to get this on the on the lunar surface, and they were going to win, like I say, at least a million dollars. I don't remember how much it was, but they this you know guy that had been with them for so many years, and you know that this is true because this guy, when he gives them the money, by the time he gives them another hundred thousand, he's you can see he is aged, you know. Oh, uh, so. Um, but what I loved about this whole concept was, um, you know, when they did the Apollo, they took a very big, powerful engine and got them very high in orbit. And then another big engine took and shot them towards the moon. So within four days, they're at the moon. Well, that cost an enormous amount of money in engine and fuel and everything else. So what these kids did is they designed a... Uh, I think it took them like 21 days. But what they did was they kept slingshotting the little probe around the Earth. And just just like a swing, when you swing it and it can get higher and higher. Okay, so that's what they were doing. And... um, they had a glitch they showed where all of a sudden at the, at the moment they were supposed to do the correction to to take it to the moon they lost the the um computer um but they were able to get it back and then do mathematics all right we're here now how do we get there and um so before before when they were leaving you know close to earth they were still fairly close to earth what, you know i mean it was the Earth was behind him, just like the moon is behind him in that picture. There was another shot where the Earth, you could see the whole Earth. Well, most of the whole Earth, the circle of it. And, you know, so they had taken this first picture as they were leaving Earth. And this picture that you're talking about now was taken as, of course, they were landing on, on the moon. And everything was going perfectly well up until about 100 feet off the uh I think they said 100 feet, when they detected that the engine, instead of slowing it down, actually the speed increased and it crashed into the uh, into the moon. Um, and, and I mean, let's face it, if, if this is an artificial moon up there and there's ETs all over the place, they probably just zapped it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Another spy device, you know, with cameras taking pictures all over the place. Right, but I do believe that that this was actually did happen. They even showed the whole putting it on the SpaceX, and mm-hmm. you know that that still is such a fascinating thing because, okay, so they've got the first stage, and then they've got this uh, payroll section, and you know, in the first now now the you second stage payload. I'm sorry, in the second stage, and when they separate between the first and the second stage, the first stage goes back to Earth and lands on a on a barge that's a drone barge. Nobody's on yeah, it. Yeah, that's the SpaceX. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is just kind of... And many times as I see it, it's still kind of mind-bending. But the second stage, sort of, once it gets it up to height, it kind of like just poops out the payroll. 
and then you know adjusts itself to get out of the way, and then the payroll is just pay payload, not payroll, payload. The payload is then you know doing whatever it's supposed to do. So they showed you know if this was if this was some kind of a not happening thing, they sure went through a lot of time and trouble to show and the me thing that. Is hour. that um, many years ago, uh, I can't remember what I was living here in Minneapolis, and a friend invited me to a lecture, and the lecture was being given uh, by this man who is a mathematics professor at uh, UCLA, Berkeley. And the he, it was interesting because the, primarily the purpose of the lecture was his experience with a, a gigantic UFO when he was driving through Montana. But the lecture went in other directions because he, st- he started telling a story of how he was approached by the the Chinese space program. And I, I wish I could remember the man's name. Very, uh, very easy to talk to. I mean, he took a lot of my questions and and he thanked me for the questions because he hadn't thought about some stuff, but that doesn't, doesn't come to the point. The thing was that his thing that he was really into was chaos theory and all the math behind it because that's, that's his thing. He's a, he's a mathematics professor. And he had um, already done a lot of the calculation that he could. He figured out that you could get to the moon by playing with the gravitational fields and all those gravitational ties and on the forces between the celestial bodies. He says, if you if you do the math correctly, you don't need to have a multi you know million dollar ballistic shot because he says that's what the way we're doing you know that's the way nasa was doing the space program when they went to the moon it's just a big giant cannon like you said <laughs> you know put a ton of fuel in and just shoot the damn thing in the direction of the moon and he says you don't need to do that it takes longer to get to the moon but you can get there with very little fuel if you know how to you know work with all the with all these energies and all these forces so he actually wrote a book about the chaos theory, and I don't know I don't know how long after he wrote the book, he was surprised that somebody went to visit him. Um, a friend knocked on his door in his office at Berkeley, and he says, "You know, there are some people I think you should meet. They're really interested in your work." But he didn't give them any details. So he says, "Oh, they want to talk about this thing, which is a subject that he loves." And he agreed to meet them. And then when he meets them, he finds out that they're actually representing the Chinese uh, space program. They identified as coming from that. And he says that's, that's how the Chinese did it. And I don't know how many days it took them to get to the moon, but they actually used the essence of his work. They used that chaos theory calculations to get the probe to the moon without that multi-million dollar ballistic shot. So it sounds like this is what these guys did. As you yeah, were explaining yes, it. yes, that that's exactly what it was. You know, so um another one of Fulford's things that I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to agree that the photo looks kind of I don't know, doctored. Um, well, you know, yeah, yeah, unless unless you accept the the thing that it was 
on the vehicle just, you know, yes, of course they put that there. They they set it up to have the picture taken, you mm-hmm. know, but the fact that the picture is real, I think it's real because of what mm-hmm. I saw last night. And again, if this wasn't real, my guides wouldn't have had me watching an hour show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, are you there, Dolly? Uh oh. Yep. She's having tea with a pasty nut on her back. <laughs> I'm enjoying the feel. <laughs> My mom said if I don't have anything nice to say, to not say anything at all. So I'm being quiet. Do you have <laughs> Do you have your microphone up or something? No, it's here. Um, Maybe it's my earphones because I still have got my earphones all... Wait a minute. Is this better? That's a little better. Yeah, thank you. I turned up the volume because when you played the music, it blasted my ears out, so I turned the volume down. And then I forgot. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. See, um, to me, you sound really loud right now. That's why I had the volume down a little. I sound loud? Yeah, to me. Oh, That's why I turned my volume down. I don't ever change anything, but from show to show, it seems like I'm loud, I'm soft, I'm... Yeah. Colleen always had that problem, too. And yeah. Dave. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, so... He's back. Uh, he's telling me, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> don't go where? With this volume... Oh. <laughs> okay. The challenge of all radio producers, huh? So, um, what else did you guys run into this week? It seemed like every time I looked on Facebook, there was something else that was really sort of interesting. I'm pulling up Facebook to see if anything jumps out at me. Oh, oh I, I didn't get much time on Facebook. I was very busy this week. Yeah. Planning your demise. Yes. We signed those final papers at the attorney this afternoon. Cool. I can go, but I can't go until at least 20 days to make sure the beneficiary changes got in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. There's always reasons. See, they always give me a goal. Well, no, you can't do it now because you got to wait this many days for this to happen. So it just continues. <laughs> and I chuckle about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, when you're dying, it would be so difficult. <laughs> oh, I, I know what I wanted to... Am I, am I muted? No, I'm not. Okay, no. I know what I wanted to read because you had somebody that um, wrote to you about Notre Dame. And I'm not going to get into the um, astrophysicist physics of it. The Jupiter was there, and blah blah blah. But oh. what she said <laughs> concerning it, the kind of the you know overall view, was kind of interesting. So I'm just going to read that. Today we okay. saw, oh, maybe we don't want to go back to Notre Dame. Oh, I don't know. Well, wait, I, wait, are we okay to go back to that comment from the Lady Angels? Yes, yes, we're okay. okay. Today we saw Notre Dame, a symbol of the false construct of religious control and manipulation, burned down on the start of Holy Week. How about them apples? 
It is so symbolic for the structure to burn as fire represents truth and it must cleanse all that is a lie. The truth is coming to life in one way or another. The church was built during a time when darker art and architecture was being built, while the main point of beautiful places such as the Notre Dame are for the higher purposes of love, it was flipped and used as a representation of the dark. These low vibrational places must be cleansed and cleared as we move forward to the new earth. This is why such a monumental place caught on fire. It signifies something much bigger than what the lower ego programmed mind can comprehend. When you view this event from a higher perspective, you can see the bigger picture of what is unfolding, and it will create a sense of peace knowing that what is happening now on the planet is happening for the highest possible outcome for humanity and all of creation. I like to think of it that way. Mm. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I comment to that, or did I just hit like? Oh, I don't know what you did. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, I'll look. Oh, well, I thought seeing as you were there. Well, no, I was read. I I took clip that out so I could. Have oh, it. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, um. Okay, so what else is happening here? Yeah, um, what's happening with Oak Island? Oak, Oak Island? Oak Island? Yeah. Oh, Oak Island. <laughs> I thought he said Oak Alley. What? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> um, I'm just so afraid they're going to have to quit before. The, the people went on strike and it really still messed striking. things up. They were last week. Um, and I can't remember. I was, I know I was all excited about last week's show, but right now I can't remember what happened. Can you, Nancy? Um, yes, of course I can. Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through the files now. Where is yeah. Oak Island from last week? Okay, well, it opens up and they are in strike. So what they decide to do is to actually start digging in the um, Smith Cove to go back there and start, you know, figuring out what's happening. Um, but what what was kind of interesting was that they they brought on that guy, Dolly. They They brought on two guys in the last couple of weeks, and the one of them showed the map and how... Um, the uh, Nolan's Cross. Now, yeah. Nolan is a guy that lives on Oak Island. And, well, he used to. Well, he used to. He died, I think, last year. Last I think it year, was. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he found um, a series of rocks that were obviously larger than should be there, and they were shaped in the same kind of shape. And when he plotted them out, they seemed to be a cross. And so then this other guy comes along and he says, this was like two weeks ago, he says, well, he says, remember what you got there. If they are Knight Templars, then they are um, navigators. And so they're not thinking in terms of a Christian cross. They're thinking in terms of navigational points. 
So he takes and he starts drawing a line between the rocks in a different way than others had done it, not so much across, but as if it were, you were taking an azimuth asthma, uh, reading. And sure enough, three of them, you know, bisected, uh, dissect, crossed over each other <laughs> at the same point on the island. And they, they're they all like, well, that's really interesting, but they didn't do anything about it, and I found that interesting. You know, uh, I mean, I would have been out yeah. there, I would have been out there with some kind of, uh, of you know, deep radar penetration they to see. They kind of blew the guy off. Yeah, but then they talked about him really nice. Yeah, that's why they always do that. Yeah, no, but I, I that, that... That made me wonder because I think I've told you I think there's a back door. Uh-huh. You know, maybe they've already gone through the back door and there's nothing down there anyway. You're just taking us for a ride. You mean Al safe again? Say again. You mean Al Capone's safe again? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Now, okay, <laughs> there, there, there was a question earlier about the remote viewing, and if you haven't been with us for a while. Um, I've been asked, you know, why don't you just do a remote viewing of the of Oak Islands and find out what's down there? Well, I don't like I I like mysteries. I don't want to cheat. I had no, you know, specific need or mission to do so, but I did take a peek. <laughs> <laughs> and when I went down there, um, they were over it. They they actually. Actually, we're over it. Well, right next to it and semi over it, which has caused it to be driven deeper. And it's like a big room. But when I went down and I followed the pipe down, and then I'm outside of this this room thing, and I had this distinct warning: do not go through that barrier. And I don't ever question those. I just okay, won't do this, you know. But my sense of it was that there was something on the other side of that wall that was something device-like, maybe the Ark of the Covenant, but some kind of a device thing that I just didn't want to, in any way, shape, or form, get near. Um, so I do this, you know, and and then I wasn't. It wasn't even two weeks later. I come across a YouTube video where. One of the people from the Farside Institute did a remote of, of Oak Island, and he 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 had the same story. I mean, it was like he you know same story. You know, he got down there, he felt the room, he knew there was something there. He said, "I'm not going any further." That's Egyptian technology. That's what they used to do in the tombs. Oh yeah, well, there, whatever's there is, I mean. I, you know, when you've been with this show for this long and you've seen the crazy-ass things that happen, yeah. you know, you, you really do. You wonder, maybe we shouldn't be playing here. Because mm-hmm. one minute something is there and then the, they go back and it's not there again uh, at all. It, it, I think the oh. island is alive and, and reacting. Well, the, the thing that, you know, from all everything you've said up to this point in, in your watching of the show and following the story and the things they've done, I get it that they poured a ton of money into this and they've done their best to avail themselves of mining technology and strategy and all of that. 
so I'm going to ask the question because I don't know, maybe they have done it and I'm out of line, but among older investments, they should have invested in one or two psychics to assist them along the way, the same way that law enforcement in the past have used psychics to locate missing people or people that have disappeared and are actually dead somewhere and they are able to find the bodies or evidence to lead to the body. They should have availed themselves. Of, well, you're of assuming people. that these people know and think that way. They yeah. they don't think that way. No, there's okay. a treasure and they're digging it up. You know th- that's so not. They're just going at it the the way. Well, yeah, you, you have okay. this you have this interesting um, duality of the brothers because you've got. Marty, who is just like, this is a business thing for him. It started out with him loving his brother so much that, okay, yeah, let's just take a look, figuring it'd be an easy thing, you know? And it turned out it wasn't. But his brother um, is so, he just wants, it's like this puzzle that he needs to get, you know how you get things in your head and you need to get it out? That's what it's like with him. And you see the... The wear on um, Rick. Rick, what's his? What's the brother's name? Rick. 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 Okay. For some reason. Yeah, or are you talking Marty? No, I'm saying Rick. I just I all of a sudden Rick didn't seem right. Um, oh yeah. You can see the wear and tear on him now. He's a little older than Marty, but um, the the intriguing part is even though I don't think that he was metaphysical. I, again, I think it's this hunt. Um, he's very much into the history and telling the truth and finding out the, you know, find out what it's all about, this mystery. And they keep running into the Templars. And last week they had this other guy on who, and that was interesting, he was, yeah. he was able to show, let me see if I can get this straight. Okay, we know, I know from my research that a uh, good portion of, let's say, the core power of the Templars after the mass, you know, wrestling thing in 1308, I think it was, they went to um, Scotland in that place that rose, uh, what do they call that thing? You know, Rosicrucian? The, no, not Rosicrucian. The, the, the building in there, the church thing that, that is so prevalent in Dan Brown's... Um, the Da Vinci Code, uh, Roslyn, Roslyn Castle, that that was, in fact, a, um, a, a Freemason uh, thing. So I could track them, you know, as, a, as a, a researcher, I could track them to Scotland, but then nothing. There's no indication where they went. And this guy is able to basically show that they went and became... They bought nobility. Remember those that that whole thing. It was about they paid to be knighted, and yeah. then were given. A no, I don't know if it was Nova Scotia. It was one of the Canadian areas, right there, right next to Oak Island, and it's a specific nobility class thing. And he traced them. So he he looked at these people and he said, "So I can tell you that." What you've got on Oak Island was a depository for these Knight Templars, the, the, the families of Knight Templars. 
um, because they came over, I think it was in the 1600s. And, you know, that corresponds to the whole concept of where, where does the word bank come from? It comes because the Knight Templars used to um, put stashes of money uh, along the sides, uh, along the edges of, of rivers, on the banks of rivers or banks of an island or something. So um, it's very, very fascinating to see this. Kind of so that means that only a Templar would know how to access whatever is down there. Yes, and that's why I keep saying there's got to be a back door. And they have Templar, they have uh, Masonic peoples on working on yeah. the crew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that. Well, um, well, I can't think of his name now. But one Bar- of the Barkhouse? huh, Barkhouse? Yes, yes, yes. Charles, Charles. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, he he, uh, he he's worn a Masonic cap, baseball cap. A lot lately. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. noticed. So maybe the thing is like a time capsule that's only meant to be open at a specific historical time. There's something more than just trying to dig for it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're going into another season. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, definitely. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, so we got ten minutes here. Do you want to tell us about that device that you? Oh, you told us it was for the louche to get rid of the louche. That's around it. Say what? What I requested that I do. He requested I, what? That's what? I requested that it transmute oh. Lush into love because I have a, a bunch of maps under it, so it's working on different areas. Nothing forbidden. It's just maps of people that want to be protected and stuff like that. Huh. I don't do people... I don't do stuff without people's permission, so... I'm not like that. <laughs> I know that uh, there are people that would love to do stuff with Washington D.C. and stuff. I'm not touching that stuff because you're 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 getting you're, you're getting your hands uh, you you're you're getting involved where there's some major dark magics and nobody invited you, so don't complain if it blows up in your face. <laughs> I will, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that was really interesting about that unearthing America was the um, the area of the District of Columbia. I talk about it all the time, you know. It's 10 square miles. That's what it is. That's where the Washington, that's where the government of the United States exists, in 10 square miles. But these guys went down there, and they actually found the uh, stone markers that marked off this 10 square miles. There's 40 of them. And when you look at it, and the reason that you know, and, and I, I, you know, it's it's interesting how your brain works. I knew there was something always kind of off about this ten square miles, and then I realized because they were telling me, and I remembered something before that the way that they did ten square miles. But what happened was Washington extended 
it down so that it got a diamond shape to it so that um, Alexandria would become part of the District of Columbia. And it was just... Is it? Is it? Is, is Alexandria part of the District of Columbia? Yes. No. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Well, I think it is. That's what they said. <laughs> well, it could be. I, I'm not good with history. We yeah, weren't taught very good with history. It was really very interesting to see that, you know. And again, the diamond is another um, goddess symbol. They were pointing out goddess symbols all over the place. I mean, the, the top of the capital, it's Columbia. And people think that it's Columbia because of, of Columbus. No, it's Columbia is a god, and it's the god of freedom. And, you know, all these, these goddess symbols all over Washington. So it's, um, you know, they, I mean, Scott wants to say that the um, Freemasons, you know, and the Knight Templars, which, and is there, it's very likely that the Knight Templars were goddess worshippers. Um, but that, you know, it's, it's a secret part of them, which made me think of the day that one day, because I've talked about this before with, uh, JP, and, you know, I said, you know, we we're talking about Gaia, and I said, you know, my feeling is the dark side bet that Gaia didn't exist, and they were wrong. And all of a sudden he says to me, what, what, G? He says, you think that G in the middle of the Masonic symbol means Gaia? Uh, you know? And uh, at the time... What do they say it means? Geometry. Geometry, oh. yeah. <clears throat> wow. But that, you know, and, and when, when, I, when they were talking about this, they actually were showing the G and talking about the geometry and the sake. Because geometry is, in Masonic, the way the Masonics look at it, of a female energy. Geometry. And I, I was like, I don't know anything about this. The, the way, and this was the guy that was the head of the biggest Masonic, uh, well, the Masonic uh, temple in uh, Washington. He's like the spokesman. Well, you know what the word means, right? What's that, huh? What word? Geometry means measurement of the earth. They they trace, I mean, at least one source that I read that um, the term, it's a Greek term, but in reality, the term comes from Egypt because what would happen is, uh, uh, you know, that, well, now they have the giant Aswam in ancient times when Nile had no... Um, um, the river has a seasonal flooding. There comes a time of the year where the river floods and it floods the banks because the banks are not elevated like a cliff. They're very shallow. So what would happen is that's where they would do their planting, their cultivation. You know, once the, the river recedes and it goes back to normal level, all that land has now been fertilized by the river. But here's the thing, is that how do we tell whose property is what? So what, we have to go back and we have to measure it. So we have to measure the land, geometric, measure the land. And that's why they have to know trigonometry and all of that, because once the river floods, all the, all the markers disappear, unless you have a gigantic stone monolith sticks and posts and stuff like that. Everything gets washed away by the river. 
So every time the waters recede, you measure the land to determine, you know, this is your parcel, that's his parcel, and so on and so forth. So that's where the, the term came from, the measurement of the land, geometry. Well, you know, talking about maps, have you seen the uh, Shanghai grid map? I haven't gone into it. I've seen the post, but I haven't opened the post. That's so much fun because um, Derek put it up because he had done that 4,200-mile circle thing. And then mm-hmm. other people started putting it in there. You know, Well, it's gotten so big, I said to Derek, I said, you know, not not this week, but you know, we got to probably put up areas of the world maps of Shungite. It's gotten so big, <laughs> you know, so that people can go. Because the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on, you know, and if you want to find something, it's it's crazy. So, um, but it's so heartening to see how much actually there is an enlightenment going on, you know. Even if you just look at the Shungite, how how far, I mean, when I got the mission to get Shungite to the masses, it's like, yeah, we did that. You know, if we quit right now, Shungite's got a life of its own. Not that I'm about yeah, to quit. You know, it's uh, the people that come up, they come up with some really insane ideas. And please don't snort this stuff. (laughs) Seriously, somebody, somebody, somebody asked on uh, Shungite Reality, if you want to know about Shungite and meet some really nice people, Shungite Reality Facebook group. Um, Yeah, somebody asked if, you know, what any, what we thought about snorting powder so that it would go to the pineal gland or I don't know and I'm like oh my god <laughs> you know <laughs> okay let me, let me put it to you this way shungite is an incredible healing field of energy but if you take a boulder of it and you drop it on your head you will die <laughs> <laughs> you know if you breathe this stuff in you're going to get black lung just like they do in coal mines please do not snort shungite I saw that and I thought, ooh, I'm letting Nancy answer that one. <laughs> oh my God, it was so strange. I yeah. didn't even want to comment. <laughs> well, I, that person never came back. I, I, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes I get set up, you know. Some <laughs> troll comes in and, you know, says something. I thought of that many times. I thought, well, well, as long as we're telling the truth, we're fine. That's, you know, because they don't come back, and I answered your question. As yeah. idiotic as I may think some of these things are. Uh-huh. It's funny how if they would uh, face Shanghai more along, more along the lines of energy as opposed to material, they would be closer to the truth and understanding of, of the Shanghai because it's mostly energy. The, the physical, if anything, is like a placeholder. For what it is, <laughs> but you know, a lot of people just live by their five senses and don't see beyond the five senses. It's it's a rock. It's nothing else. No. Well, it's not. It's magic in a in a rock. But we're at the top of the hour. So listen, thank you so much, both of you. Um, we'll we'll uh, tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be on with talking about you know the significance of Notre Dame with um, Michael Henry Dunn and getting into some 5G, uh, very interesting stuff that's happened. And also, I would um, 
remind you that Dolly's going to be reading at 4 to 6, and that's always so much fun. And she's also on from 6 to 8 tomorrow. So, um, you guys want to... 6 wanna, to 8? 6 to... I'm sorry. No, no. 4 you're, to 6. You're 4 to 6 for, for Dolly Reads, but then Dolly Shares is 7 to 8. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man, I was confused. I'm very tired. I apologize. <laughs> You've had a busy day. Just, just get feedback. Be patient. I have had a busy weekend and yesterday and today, <clears throat> and I'm just exhausted. <laughs> so good night, everybody in chat. Thank you for being here. We so just appreciate and are grateful for your support. You guys, say good night. Sweet dreams and blessings all. Good night. Bye-bye. Love you guys. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart as a friend.